If you're tuning in right now, let me start off by saying welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. I'm Cindy Robinson, and I'm joined by my lovely co-hosts, Ashley Amos and Caroline Gonzalez. And, you know, we're here to give you guys our take on your favorite sports teams this season. So we're mixing it up. This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Okay, so today we're talking the return of football season, working in the sports industry, our training camp experiences, and what's to come for the Saints and Pelicans. So we're here to have fun with you guys, and I hope you're listening and enjoying us, or will enjoy us. <laughs> okay, so first things first, ladies, the Saints are back in town. Woo! Like you said, five oh four. There you go. <laughs> Training camp day two. They've officially started. They got their conditioning tests done. First day of camp was kind of light. They finished a little earlier than expected, but that was good for us since we were out there. Um, so, how are you guys feeling that football is back? I mean, football is my favorite time of the year, so um, going into my fifth training camp, I can't believe I'm saying this is my fifth training camp. Um, you know, I, one thing I love about training camp, it's kind of like, it's got that summer camp feel, you know? Everyone's on the same schedule, you kind of come in, um, everyone eats at the same time, and you're kind of all just doing everything at the same time, so it's got that, like, that familial, like, feel to it where everyone's just kind of on the same schedule and trying to accomplish the same goal, and so it's kind of like we've gone off we've been shipped off to summer camp here in uh, New Orleans at um, <laughs> the Oshner Sports Performance Center and um, I'm, I'm excited I think I think this team um, you can definitely feel something special in the air so wait before I let you go Carol okay. <laughs> you said like you know it feels like summer camp and all that but you guys used to go off. You really used to go off somewhere else. We did. We did. So um, how does it feel to be here, though? Does it even feel you know, different? It's, it's a different vibe, but it still feels to me like it still has that summer camp feel. You know, okay. when I first started here, um, we went to the Greenbrier, obviously went there for three, uh, three years. Um, that was obviously very different. You're very disconnected. Um, you're up in West Virginia. Um, you're away from your family. Um, so the sole focus really was football. But I think he coming back here, they do a good job. Um, you know, the guys stay at a hotel. They don't stay with their families. Um, and I think I, I don't – it's almost the same, to be, to be quite honest. Like, I feel like the focus is so strong and – you know, everyone is kind of on the same page of the goals that they want to accomplish that it you don't necessarily need to travel thousands of miles away to, like, regain that focus. I mean, I think it was evident by our team last year um, and how well we did that um, it was something that proved to be successful. I agree with Ashley with the excitement part. I mean, we were all athletes. Cindy, you ran track. You played softball. I played basketball. I kind of get that, like, back-to-season vibe myself. Yeah, like, I'm like, sure. all right, it's the first day of season. It's our first game. Like, it's kind of like, all right, we're getting back into things. We have our warm-up CD made, you know, uh, all, you our favorite, all our mixed favorite mixed songs. Mixed <laughs> well, so I we feel have like all things our favorite like are stuff. kind of off-kilter, you know right. what I mean? And then finally it's like all of a sudden things make sense because okay. there's, like, this routine. Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've been telling everybody, I was like, I can't wait for season to be back off-season because we've been so I won't say bored because we still do things but it's such a different vibe when we're in season we're on the go immediately I mean you've seen that since the first day of the press conference it felt like we were on go 
Um, so say, with saying that, most people may not know exactly what we do within the organization because we're not just your lovely hosts on the Black and Blue Report. We all have different roles within the digital media team. Ashley, I'm going to let you go first since you've been here the longest. What do you do for the Saints and Pelicans? You know, Cindy, what do I not do? <laughs> I feel like that's kind of everybody's opinion, yeah, though, here. Yeah. When that's kind of what makes us such a special team is that we're kind of all dabble in different things. Um, you know, my main title here is I am the digital media videographer for both the Saints and the Pelicans. So my role is to help create um, all video content for all of our digital platforms, whether you're on the website, on our app, um, Instagram, Facebook, etc. Um, I help to create um, with my lovely team um great team shout out to my <laughs> videographers um lane alejandro brendan love ya um, and so but anyway like couldn't you know we pretty much do anything from the press conferences you would right. see on the apps uh we stream any type of news coverage but we also do hype videos we do um we do docu-series right. um you know we have this really exciting docu-series coming out um that i won't get it too much right. into Can't give um, too much, but too um definitely um something we're really really excited about over in our department and um i think we have some great things planned ashley repping for the women in videographer team you know yep. now Caroline uh, much like Ashley I have my foot in a lot I mean my hand in a lot of different cookie jars I feel like I do a lot of different things when people ask me what my day-to-day -day stuff is I'm like uh I don't know it changes right. day to day and that's like with all of us um so but my main role is digital media coordinator so kind of take all of the stuff that Ashley and her team and Cindy and your team does and kind of put it on the website and and apps so if you haven't downloaded the Saints and Pelicans app, make sure you do that. Do Get that. that little plug. Um, but yeah, I just take all of that content, put it on the website, control everything on the website, and make sure everything's um, up to date and stuff like that. It's not the dandiest, you know, of things, but I like it. I um, mean, give the people what you want, you know. That is um, the dandiest of things. They would not have their Saints news <laughs> if it wasn't for you and your team. <laughs> um, so I do a little bit of that, and then sometimes uh, do stuff in front of the camera, and then sometimes now I'm writing. Now now, so uh, kind of have my hand in a lot of different cookie jars, but that's kind of how I like it. There so. we go, woman of different talents. <laughs> there we go. That's what I like to hear, Lace. Okay, so if you don't know what I do, I am a part of the social media team as a social media coordinator, and that's literally everything. Yes, we post all our so your social media content, but we also create the content as well, along with Ashley's team and sometimes Caroline as well. I am one of the on-camera reporters for the Saints and the Pelicans, and obviously one of your black and blue hosts. What else do I do? Anything you ask me to do, <laughs> I'm here to do it. I edit video, like we, like they all, like they both said, we all do a lot of things within the organization, but it's fun. It makes our job fun because we get to work. It's always interesting. Sports. I know. I know. <laughs> I wouldn't it's, want it any other way. I was yep. going to say, what is the most unique thing that you guys deal with when people are, are like, find out what you do? For me, it's like when anyone finds out you work with sports, so can I get a ticket to the games? <laughs> can I meet Anthony Davis or Drew Brees? Like, I barely see them. I mean, I see them, but I'm not. What's up, buddy? Like, <laughs> what about you? Um, you know, I think that obviously this role is so unique. So I think people are just interested in just knowing everything about it, mm -hmm. you know, um, especially in the video realm. Um, I get the opportunity to do a lot of things that are behind the scenes, things that not the average fan would get to see. Right. And so I, 
I think I get a lot of questions just about like, what's this person like, or how did, how did they go about doing this thing or just talking about my normal day to day. And that's one thing I love about this job is that my day to day is so different every day. Like I never come in and have the same day twice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think that's the beauty of the sports industry. You know, it's always, it's constantly developing, you know, there's constantly breaking news. There's constantly something going on. And so, um, I think that's what makes this job exciting and really especially appealing to the to the public I agree I think people don't understand how much goes into one event I mean when you think when you tell people you work for the Saints and Pelicans they're just thinking about the games and they think game day and there's so much other things that go on behind the scenes that you don't even realize is preparation for that one event and when you have so many games in a season you don't really realize okay it's not just all focus on one game and just right now it's things that were leading up in preparation for that moment. So I think that's kind of the hardest thing to explain to people. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, the biggest question I feel like I get is, like, what do you do when the teams are not playing? Like, do you just get off days? And I'm like, no. What is an off day? Everyone thinks they're on vacation when the players are on vacation. No, (laughs) they have a much longer vacation than we do. Trust me. And when we do take vacation, it almost feels like you're not fully on vacation because you're kind of on call. Like, maybe not to come in, but if anybody needs anything, they're like, Cindy, do you know where this is? Like, right. I got texted a few times while I was on my quote-unquote vacation. I mean, but that, I think that's just the sports industry yeah, in general. Period. I mean, you look across sports everywhere and I think everyone would give you the same answer I mean there's always obviously there's a more downtime um but especially working for two teams yeah you know with seasons that kind of overlap but then they for sure do and then but also you know you know obviously Pelicans can go May June so and then but then you're going right back into you know you know draft OTAs Mm -hmm. minicamp um plus you know you're dealing with community events and all these other outside entities that contribute to making the teams the teams and so um but I feel like everybody in who works in sports that's just that's just something you have to know and realize going into it and kind of be okay with keeps you on your toes trust me you do not have to feel sorry for us for not having downtime because we love our job (laughs) we love our job and that's why we're so excited about football being back because it's been kind of Like I said, I won't say boring around the office, but it was a definitely slower time than when we're in season. So now that training camp is here, this is actually my first training camp with the Saints and Caroline's first training camp with the Saints. But it's not Ashley's first. (laughs) I feel like I'm the old woman in the room. (laughs) You have all the wisdom. I used to be the young person. I don't know what happened here. Give us all the wisdom we need to know about training camp. The good, the bad, the maybe not so pretty. (laughs) You know, I I feel like training camp, like I said, is an exciting time. I think that one thing I love about training camp is you – you know your schedule. So mm-hmm. you come in, you know, we talked about in the sports industry, things are always happening, right. going kind of crazy around you and you things pop up and all this. And they do uh, for a little bit in training camp. But for the most part, like I said, it's got that summer camp kind of feel where you have a daily schedule. Mm-hmm. You know what's expected of you. You know, you know when practice is. You know what your responsibilities are. Um, and so I think having that kind of generic routine, um, I was talking to a couple of the guys in um, – in the training staff yesterday and we were just talking about how once you it's kind of like a new routine but once you get into the routine um and once you get used to it it's great because you know exactly what you need to do you know when you're eating you know when and I mean the players are the same way they have a set schedule every day they know what's expected of them and you know I think as far as 
what to expect in training camp, I think every year offers this new kind of hope. You know, right. everyone is has the same record. Everyone's undefeated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think coming into this one, it is definitely a different vibe mm-hmm. than I have experienced in my time here. You know, obviously the three, seven, and nine seasons coming off of those, there was Yikes. a different, <laughs> you know, there was a different type of vibe coming into mm-hmm. camp. I think coming off of last year, I think, you know, we all know how the season ended. We don't need to recap that or relive that moment. Because the world has been doing it multiple times. Multiple, um, multiple times. But I think you see a team that has a, is is hungry. You know, they're out. They're back in it. They've used it as motivation in the offseason. Um, from a fan's perspective, it's the kind of it's the kind of atmosphere you want to see mm-hmm. you know like obviously the fan base the team everyone was heartbroken and how the season ended but I know that the people that are a part of this team know they can be better mm-hmm. and I think that was used as a, a motivation for a lot of pretty much the whole team in the offseason right. and one thing I think that's super exciting is you know we have a younger team but we brought in veteran pieces right. that you know, I think maybe we not necessarily lacking, but I think, you know, Cam Jordan mentioned it yesterday. The only two guys left on the Saints team that have experienced a Super Bowl here were Thomas Morstead and Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Outside of outside of that, you don't have that veteran presence, the people that have been there before. Right. And so bringing in people like a bringing back Benjamin Watson, who mm-hmm. we all love, you mm-hmm. know, a Kirk Coleman, those types of veteran leadership you know, not only will they be able to set the standard of what needs to be happening on the field, what needs to be happening in the weight room, but also just how to carry yourself. And, you know, one thing I think that was talked about a lot yesterday was what is the theme of this year? And what was mentioned was managing expectations. You know, there's a lot of expectations for this team coming into it. And so as a younger player, how do you manage that? You know, you have two rookies of the year. You're coming. Yeah. How do you manage that and manage these high expectations? And I think, you know, you look at having a Drew Brees, um, when you have a Hall of Famer at the helm coming in, it's what, his 18th? uh, 18th season, guys. That's wild. And But I mean – The thing is, he looks the same as he did his first, Mm -hmm, and he works just as hard. And he he even was quoted as saying, like, he he feels like he even needs to work harder. And to have that mentality, I think this vibe and this chemistry, I think to say that chemistry is not important would be... Yeah, mistake, you, yeah, you can't say that. Like yeah. chemistry is important, yeah. and so I'm just really, really excited. I I don't think I've been this excited in a while. Well, it's funny that you say that because like we've noticed. Obviously, if you paid attention to the team, and if you're listening, I'm sure you did because you're a fan. <laughs> the team was so young last year. Like majority of the core players that you've seen making plays on the field mm-hmm. were very young. So, like you said, adding that leadership. Even off the field, it goes beyond the field. It it just changes the game for the whole team because now there's some guidance there. You know, there's, like you said, players who have been through every step of what these other younger players are going through now. Yeah. 
And I think it I think it works both ways. Like Caroline, would you agree that I yes. feel like having younger players on a team pushes those vets and those people that have been around a little bit to be better I as agree. well as the veterans pushing those younger players to be better and being those role models. Absolutely. I think they're adding a different kind of leadership in the locker room which is then coming out on the field. I don't think Great. we've ever had a problem or in my year here, we've had a problem of um, an ego and kind of arrogance. We heard Marshawn Lattimore talk about yesterday that he's not even paying attention to what people are saying about him. Of course, you pay attention a little bit, but you don't really dwell on it and say, okay, I have to live up to these expectations. Um, So I don't think we have a problem with the ego on the team, but I think these veterans are going to come in and say, hey, this is how you should carry yourself in XYZ situation. You know what I mean? And I think that's going to add a different kind of swagger to our team. I was just thinking that I think when Ashley was talking about it's a different kind of vibe this year, I just feel like we have so much swagger on our team. Like, guys are excited. (laughs) They're out there like dancing but they when it comes down to business they're taking care of it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I think that's that's I'm excited like you you guys said I'm just looking forward to it so much there you go the players the younger players are keeping the older players young with the music and the dancing and the vets are keeping the young ones on the right track they're just keeping their knees warm (laughs) even though I can say I think this team has been blessed to see young players come in with the right mindset from the jump I don't like you said. I don't think we've seen too many egos or anyone that doesn't isn't willing to listen to the older people that they know have you know paved the way at this point. I think that's well, like a core of our team that our coaching staff looks for. You know, mm-hmm. like we don't want those egos coming in here and ripping apart our team because that can rip apart a team if it's um, if that's in the locker room and then it comes out on the field. So I think that's something that our coaching staff definitely looks for. I mean, I think that's just the culture of the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. You know, as long as Sean Payton has been here and Mickey Loomis – they've done a great job of making sure the types of people we're bringing in are not only, you know, great players on the field, but they're great people off. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I think, you know, you've seen, if you look back in the Saints history, there's obviously been some down years where maybe there wasn't that leadership component in the locker room. Mm-hmm. And I think it kind of goes to show you just how important that can be and how detrimental it can be to a team if the locker room isn't gelling or Mm -hmm. isn't in a good headspace, you know? So, okay, last year we had the Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Marshawn and Alvin. Who are you guys most excited to see play this year? I'll say newest additions, so like out of the new people, the free agents that we've signed, and rookies or and then who that's been on the team already that you're excited to see caroline go I'll ahead. Go, yeah i'll <laughs> go first um so i'm gonna say boston scott okay um yes. he's very uh undersized for his position but he carries himself with um, a, type, a type of authority where he's like, okay, mm-hmm. I can take care of the job. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what you're saying about me. It doesn't matter, um, you know, what you think about me, what statistics say about my size. I'm going to take care of business, and I'm going to do what I can. And now that we see, uh, you know, with Mark Ingram being out for four games, he has an opportunity to step into a role that he possibly wouldn't have had if Mark was back. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see him. Uh, another person who wasn't on our team last year but is this year uh, – Demario Davis. I was going to say him. I'm really excited. And when we talked about, um, you know, on and off the field, Demario's taking care of it on and off the field. And I think – 
he's adding that veteran leadership, but he's coming off of his best season with the Jets. Mm -hmm. And so that should get fans so excited Mm -hmm. to see him this year because he's coming off his best season. And what is he going to bring to this defense that is going to be so special and make our defense even stronger? Agreed. Ashley? Okay, I've got two. (laughs) Okay, so the obvious, Marcus Davenport. I mean, you – I'm just really excited to see what this kid can do because you look at a lot of people when we took him were like, what? Who questioning Mm. who this kid was? So I think there's a lot of excitement, a lot of buzz around him. And so I'm interested to see if he can kind of live up to the hype, um, which I think he can. And um, he seems to have a good head on his shoulders and be focused on the task at hand. And then someone I think is kind of like the dark horse, I guess would be the right. uh, um, Dion Yelder. Ooh, okay. okay, so um, Benjamin Watson talked about him a lot yesterday. And, you know, undrafted free agent, rookie, um, co- coming in from Western Kentucky, kind of got over, no oh, one mm-hmm. overlooked in the draft. And it right? happens. Um, and for someone like a Benjamin Watson to say, like, when I was so impressed by this kid when he came in, he already you know, new things that you don't know as right. a rookie. He was already fitting in, gelling, meshing. And for, you know someone like a Ben Watson who has had this experience in the NFL, 37 years old, mm-hmm. I feel like this is a great opportunity for Dion to come into a situation where, you know, we don't we no longer have Kobe Fleener. Right. Um, and he's stepping into a situation where I think he could really step up and shine. That's a good call. That is, that is. I feel like people tend to overlook, not even, I feel like it, it's a known fact, people tend to overlook the undrafted free agents but sometimes they're like you said they're the dark horses they come out of nowhere and they provide so much more for your team than you expect a little mm-hmm. chip on their shoulder there you, know? you go there's nothing wrong with that lance moore um oh i'm blanking on his name. uh who <laughs> like did we like, just induct to the hall of fame um, uh you talking about pierre, pierre thomas. thomas yeah there it is oh, love pierre <laughs> yes okay so since she took my demario davis one <laughs> i'm gonna go with i have two actually i'm gonna go with kurt coleman Love Kurt. Because, for one, my petty side, <laughs> he's coming from the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> and we're going to see that team twice this year. Let's not forget about the sweep last year. Sorry, Kurt. But <laughs> it's going to be exciting. It's always exciting, I feel like, when you get a, te- a player from one of your rival teams and then you have to see them go up against it. And I won't even say it's because, oh, he knows the team scheme and all that. It's not even like that. It's just more of so – well, now it's a little friendly competition. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he still has a lot of love for that team and the brothers that he has on that team. But now the brothers are here on the same side. Yeah. And he even mentioned when we were doing media day how excited he is to play in the Superdome as a saint. Mm-hmm. You know, he's played in there multiple times. And he's like, it's so loud in there. It's so exciting. But I've always been on the other side. So now I'm excited. And then also being on the team with Drew Brees, even though he's on the defensive side, like, Still, knowing that that, you know, you're playing, like you said, with the Hall of Famer, like, that's amazing. He and wants so, to win some games. <laughs> oh, okay. No. Getting swept in one year does kind of suck. I'm sorry. It does. It really does. Um, and then my other one, I'm going to say Cam Meredith. Just because, you know, he's going to be on that I have something to prove mm-hmm. track because coming off an injury, that's already, like, your mindset is, okay, how do I prove to people I'm going to be the same or even better 
you know, after dealing with injury. That's exactly all. As obviously, we all know as athletes, injuries suck. They mm-hmm. do, but they're a part of the game, and you just have to know how to overcome it. It seems like he's been doing a great job with that. He's been very diligent in getting his treatment and everything, and, you know, we're excited to see him actually playing, especially along that right receiver core that we have with Ted Ginn, Michael Thomas, you know, so it's going to be exciting. Exciting years, exciting years. And he's under at a point he's under CJ now, which he had his best year under CJ when he was with the with the Bears. So he was injured, but now he's back with CJ, who he thrived under. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Curtis Johnson, love Coach CJ. Shout out to you. (laughs) Hopefully you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you guys, what are you looking forward to the most this season? Look, everybody, I <laughs> wish we could, I literally wish we had a camera in here when I asked that question. You guys, both of their faces went blank. Like, let me really think about this. But, right guys. Now. Is it so much that it, like, I guess the whole season in in whole, like, there's so much to look forward to. Okay. There's a lot of national games. The things, okay, I'll say this. I'll go first. I think I'm looking forward to most, okay, no, two things. The Thanksgiving game. Because I think in my head I've always said I really want to work a holiday game just mm-hmm. to see that, like, hype, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, don't worry, I'm still cooking. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's make that clear. I'm still going <laughs> to eat and I'm still cooking, okay? Um, but the other one, that Minnesota game. Yep. I, I can't, You guys, every time this offseason that that game was brought up, I literally cringed. Like, <laughs> do y'all have to? Do you, do you really have to do this? I mean, in the top 100 game, I mean, the top 100 list, when they showed Drew Brees, they literally went back to the Minnesota game. And I was like, why would you do this? This is supposed to celebrate this man, not bring back bad memories. But I do think that's going to probably be the most intense game this year. I agree. Yeah. I don't know. We'll there's, see. There's going to be a chip they're, on our shoulder. Ashley, they're returning <sighs> back to Minnesota. They lost to them twice last year, and obviously the second time – was the most heartbreaking. I think I think the the mentality is not like that though. I don't yeah. think the mentality of the team obviously like underlying yes, obvi- they want to win. Yeah. It, there's a little chip on your shoulder. But I think from a team standpoint one thing they do a really good job with and have since I've been here is never hyping up one game over another. Mm. You know, all the games are the same. Um, taking it week. one one week yeah. at a time, not looking ahead. I mean, obviously, you know, as an athlete, there's definitely things you circle. Yeah, you and, know, th- and that's what I was going to say. Schedule. I think of it more like that because of, you know, how much that last game meant to them, period. And I'm not saying, you know, just overall, the whole game, because I don't, I don't think – but, I, from hearing the players talk about it, a lot of them were dis, quote unquote disappointed in their own performance in that game because it took a minute for people to get going and stuff, you know. So it was a you know tough and, stretch. And so I think that that more translates, in my opinion, to now they're going to up their performance every week. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. it's not just going to be one game where they turn on. Oh, for you sure. Know? For and sure. so I think that's really what's going to be great about having this veteran leadership is that a Drew Brees is not going to let the team yeah. get too excited about, about one, one game. Right, you're right. You know what I mean? You're because right. there is a bigger goal in well, mind. Well, I'll get excited for them. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a bigger goal in mind. Yeah. And I think everyone knows that. Everyone from, you know, the, the fans, 
watching it at home on their couch to the guys on the field. There's a certain expectation for this season going back to that whole idea of we need to manage our expectations and we need to not get too ahead of ourselves, not get overly excited, treat every game, come in, do work every day to prepare ourselves for the next opponent. Y'all, Ashley just won't let me be petty. I'm just (laughs) trying to be a little petty, okay? I'm excited about it. That's what I'm excited about this season. What about you? You know, I think, like I said, I don't think you can circle one game. Mm-hmm. I, um, I mean, I like, I would like to circle you one game. Have to. I mean, Anything obviously, you know, the games against the Falcons, Falcons yeah. and you know, come on, you can't, you can, as a, as a, a Saints fan before I worked here, mm-hmm. you were so excited for mm-hmm, that. Right. Now working here, it's even more that intense rivalry, right? right? But I think overall for this season, I'm just, like I said, there's a different vibe coming in to this season. There's a different feeling around this place. And I'm just interested to see where that goes and how we how the team is able to kind of overcome some challenges mm-hmm. that we're going to be faced with. Mm-hmm. But you look at this team, they're coming into camp and there's really no drama. Right. Right. There's yeah. no drama there. The, the mission is clear. Mm-hmm. Their minds are focused and I think that everyone has something to prove. Like going back to what you said, Cindy, everyone has something to prove to themselves. And I think when you have that and you bring that into the overall formula, it's going to equal success. Mm. I'm most excited for our defense. Um, We had a lot of people that were injured last year um, and we've added a lot of guys uh, in free agency. So we had, um, Alex Okafor, who was injured last year, who was a big key, key piece on our defensive line. So we're getting him back, and we're adding Marcus Davenport. Um, I think on the linebacker group, that's going to be a huge challenge in training camp. Uh, you know, Alex Anzalone was injured early on last year, and then A.J. Klein. Um, and they're coming back, and then we have uh, Craig Robertson and Monte Teo, who, came, who are coming back, who held down the fort last year right. um, as, uh, uh, as long – ooh. Goodness. Yeah. As well as uh, <laughs> I got really excited. <laughs> as well as uh, Nate Stupar. Um, and then yeah, and then uh, we have our secondary, who we know it has been doing great things, and we're adding Kurt Coleman to that, um, and then Demario Davis to the linebacker core. So I'm really excited to see what our defense has to do because they proved themselves last year. They were able to hold down the fort. So uh, I'm excited to see what they have to do this year. I will add one thing, even though I'm trying not to take the approach, you know, the overall approach of this organization is that we don't focus on individual accolades, but overall the team, but it's impossible to ignore two things. One, um, Drew Brees Mm -hmm. is set to on, on path, um, to break the all time passing record that is currently held by Peyton Manning. And then we also have Mark Ingram, who is currently 734 yards away from being the all-time rusher in Saints history. So um, yeah, he's coming after Deuce McAllister and, um, but I think Deuce Deuce is all, I think Deuce is all in. So (laughs) um, I would be, I guess I got to add those two in. It's yeah, okay. absolutely. My thing is, it's okay if you've strived, you know, to be the best you can be and now you're getting awarded for it. That's what helps your team be great. We wouldn't be as great of a team. The Saints wouldn't be as great. Look, we, I get excited. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. The Saints wouldn't be as great of a team 
without, you know, them performing the best that they can. So, But I think what also makes the Saints great is that they don't let those individual accolades cloud or deter from the right. overall right. mission, which right. is the team. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, guys. A lot of Saints talk. We got to uh, – Talk a little bit about the Pelicans. They're a little still off, far off from season, like a month or so. Um, but we have seen some moves that the Pelicans have made in free agency. So we want to talk about that a little bit. Just so you guys aren't, you know, so far off of basketball. I know it's all football season right now, but we are the Saints and the Pelicans for a reason. So, I'm Car- a, uh, yeah, Caroline, I'm like I know, look, I'm just like, Caroline's over here jumping out of her skin, like, <laughs> basketball, it's my turn, my turn, okay, we, look, I get it, because I'm so excited for basketball season as well, I know it's still, like, about a month or so off before we have media day and preseason, but you can't help but get excited once you see all these free agency moves and everything that's going on, the uh, Pelicans have added Julius Randle from the Los Angeles Lakers, and Alfred Payton, a hometown native, mm-hmm. already getting in the community. Let's, yep. let's not forget. The moment he signed, it was like that next weekend. <laughs> All right, I got this charity event going on, this charity event. So he's going to be fun to see around here for sure. But Caroline, let's talk about Julius and Alfred, these signings. So I watched Julius in high school um, He because he's from my area, and he was great back then and he's even great uh even greater now that he's on the pelicans team because (laughs) (laughs) y'all he has such a fast pace Mm -hmm. and that's one of the things that the pelicans did so well last year and i know i'm sure you've heard it before but um he's just gonna add another game another element of the game for anthony davis so i think he's gonna be able to play inside a little bit more and step out and do you know mid-range things like that but what I'm more focused on is his pace. Like mm-hmm. the Pelicans did that so well last year, and if we can push the pace with Alfred um, as our leader, I think that's gonna that's gonna do a lot of that's gonna open a lot of doors for us. So if we have Alfred up front pushing the pace, and then we have Julius who's able to get up up and down the floor just like right. AD does, I think that's gonna do. He's gonna do a lot of big things. Ellen, I think you said something. Sorry to interrupt you, Cindy, but I think you said something to me that's key. And that word is leader mm-hmm. and leadership. Mm-hmm. And I think when you look at a Julius Randle, what he brings just from observing him at the press conference yeah. and what he had to say, how he carried himself, right. his excitement. Mm-hmm. I think he said, like, I'm ready to put this jersey on right now. Yeah. You know, his excitement to be here and embrace the team, embrace the city. I think you need someone. It kind of just goes back, like we talked about with the Saints, the locker room atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And to say that chemistry, especially in basketball, I mean, right. in any team, but right. especially in basketball, I think that was something that, you know, as someone who traveled a lot with the team last year and got to see, you know, what it was like on the plane, on the mm-hmm. bus to the games, shoot arounds, etc. One thing that I think had been not I wouldn't necessarily say it had been missing, mm-hmm. but there was kind of a lack of um leadership camaraderie that I think last year really you you, you the guys were having fun yeah. and just like on the Saints side yeah. the guys were having fun and yeah. when you have fun playing the game you love right. and you love playing for each other mm-hmm. it's going to translate to overall success right. and so I am excited to see what a Julius Randle can bring to the table right. and you know, are we going to see the Anthony Davis that we saw the second half of the season? I mean, he was phenomenal the first, Honestly, but guys, he turned it to a different gear. Absolutely. Second half. I don't know if you've seen 
like Instagram lately, not necessarily his per se, but videos floating around of him working out. I think he's more like zoned in and focused for this season. I think he's, I won't I say would, more, I but I'm saying it's coming off of how well they did last year. Yeah, it's I wouldn't like, say he's more focused necessarily because the types of videos you're seeing, he's done that in my time here. He he's always a hard worker. He's always in yeah, the gym. Not, he's always trying to improve his yeah. game. But I think when you get a little bit of taste of success, yeah. I mean, sweeping the Portland Trailblazers yeah. in the round one, you know, playing the World Champs in the next round, you know, getting that close to even taking a couple games from them. I think it just makes you want more. And like you said, he took his game to a different gear. So now I feel like he almost expects that for himself. Like he's going to put his game into that gear all season this year. Well, now too. I think that's what he wants. Now too, I feel like this year you're going to have to see people on the team that maybe weren't as vocal before step up and be those leaders. There's some that like we, we, the Pelicans re-signed Ian Clark. You're going to see him, I feel like, step up in a more confident role because you saw that towards the second half of the season from him, period. Like, his role increased because of, you can tell, his confidence on the court increased. And he got more, like, got closer with the guys. Like, chemistry was the biggest thing that they all repeatedly said last year, that the chemistry on the team is very, like... I think you have to be, like, really excited about the pieces that are returning. Yes. I mean, you look at a Drew Holiday. Like, first of all, Drew is an amazing guy off the court, even harder, one of the hardest working guys on the team. So for him to have a breakout season and for people to realize, I mean, Drew has always been great, but, you know, underrated, everyone will say that he is. And, um, you know, just to, for him to kind of have like a breakout um, year and towards the end of the season, I think that is going to translate. I think you're going to see a different Drew Holiday on the court, a more confident Drew Holiday throughout the entire Mm -hmm. season. Not that he lacked in confidence, but but just exudes more. Exactly. And, you know, that fire spirit that you saw where everyone was like, who is this guy? Yeah. Don't um, forget the hairstyles. Yeah. Drew got to come with the hairstyles this year. But you got to be excited about him. You got to be excited about Aniko. I mean, yes. he was, I mean, what the beard, you know, will yeah. he keep it? Will he got a hair situation <laughs> going question on. question of the offseason. Alfred cut his hair yeah. coming in. <laughs> AD got a new haircut, but he still got the brown. Nico got to keep the beard down. Drew yeah, got you know, hairstyles. I think, you know, and kind of just like last year, I think people will sleep again on the Pelicans mm-hmm. and They're let them are. sleep, you know? They let them are. sleep. And we haven't even talked about the fact that Alfred Payton is returning home. So being able to play in front of your family for 41 games is going to be huge. I think that's going oh, to that's going to make him so excited and I don't know if he'll, you know, bring his game to a different level, but I think it's going to excite him more and encourage him more um, with this Pelicans organization. I think every home game he's going to have someone there representing for him, mm-hmm. family, friends. You mean like 40 people there? <laughs> I know, right? The whole like a whole little section just Alfred's people. All of John Errett. That that alone, having that support system does something for someone's game more than you can expect. Like oh, knowing that you have yes. that, you know, rooting in like rooting for you in the crowd, you you're automatically gonna wanna play better, period. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for both seasons. They're well, Pelican's a little farther off, but they're both here. I don't mm-hmm. care. I'm in season mode, I'm in go mode, I'm excited, it's gonna be fun. And Black and Blue Report is back. That's the best part about it all, because we get to talk to you guys about sports and give you all our takes. Um, if you are coming to Pelicans practice tomorrow, that's open. Saints. I mean, Pelicans. <laughs> yeah, she's got there it you go. There you go. I was like, wait, we have Thank an open no. practice tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. So much Sorry. to do. Take, look, rewind, my bad. <laughs> if you're coming to Saints training camp practice tomorrow, it is open to the public. Tickets are already sold out for the 
whole weekend. Get excited because we have so many things going on here. Fan festival, cooling tents because it's going to be hot as ever. Obviously, food, drinks, all the fun stuff. Prizes that you can win. Make sure you download the Saints app, like Caroline said, because there's going to be a trivia game. And that's that the only place play. where you can see your roster. There you go. Only place you can see the roster right now. But there's um trivia game. Yeah, because they're not printing them out this year. Mm-hmm. So, yes, download the app. It has everything you need, you guys, everything and more. Um, One thing, make sure you stay till the end because – with training camp brings my favorite season, which is quarterback challenge there season. You go. There and you so go. we've got a lot of fun in store this year with those. A lot of fun tomorrow, Sunday. Sunday. Um, so make sure you stay for those. Basically, there's just a lot going on. So if you're coming, get excited because we have all these things for you and ready to go. Now, if you're looking to come to any of the open practices of training camp, go to NewOrleansSaints.com, see if there's any tickets available there. Um, otherwise, hope to see you at practices, games. I'll be in the mix with the fans, talking to some of you guys. So hopefully I'll see some of you out there. And until next week, thank you guys for listening. Yep. Go Saints. <laughs>